fella. Welcome back to the Cheap Heat Productions podcast. Welcome back to the show. Today I've got a very special guest here, a musician and a wrestling fan all wrapped into one. So like pretty pretty much an honor to have you today on the podcast, man. It's Mr. Gareth Murdoch, bass player from Alestorm. How are you, man? Hello. I'm very, very well. Very well indeed. Good. I suppose the generic cheesy question but it has to be asked to someone in the entertainment business. How has the last you know how long been for you, man? Um not great, you know, as you could possibly imagine. Um we are pretty lucky that, uh, well, all right, let's go back to March 2020. Um, we were lucky. Um, we had just recorded an album, um, thankfully. Uh, so that, that came out in May. So we had something to sort of, I mean, it was crap that we weren't able to tour it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, at least we had something to sort of, promote to do when everything was sort of you know nothing going on but yeah the last last two years have been dull they've been dull um but uh, we're back now i think hopefully fingers crossed what have you been doing to fill out your time um not a great deal in fairness um kind of got <clears throat> caught at the start of all the uh, pandemic stuff um I was I was living abroad just beforehand, living in Spain, and mm-hmm. came back just beforehand, and wanted to sort out a place to live here in in Belfast. And um, the world ended, and never got a chance to. So I spent the first six months of lockdown living with my folks in Bangor, which was interesting. It was fine. Were they Were they happy to have you back? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, like I'm, I was actually glad to be with them, you know. Like, could have been a lot worse. Yeah, let's see, but it was fine. And then, yeah, last October I was able to get this place sorted. So, spend the last year sort of doing this up and uh, making it nice. So, like, I have been busy-ish, but professionally, not even slightly busy, you know. Yeah. If we were to rewind back, um, just on yourself, how did you? decide you want to become a musician do you remember that moment in your life um sort of i remember being about 12 13 i was starting to get into sort of rock and metal bands and stuff like that and there was a fellow who i went to church with who said that he's got a band and he needs a bass player would you learn bass and i went okay and i learned bass (laughs) and the rest is history (laughs) And there was no turning back then. There was no turning back, yeah. I, I actually wanted to, when I was 12, 
13, I wanted to be a footballer. And then I just got into music and realized that that was more fun. And uh, yeah, so I think that, that's, yeah, over 20 years now. Wow. And was that was that first band, Ailstorm, or was it a different band? Oh, God, no, it wasn't no. Ailstorm. It was, uh, it was just crap. <laughs> and, and how did Ailstorm come about for you? Um, I, I actually wasn't in the original um, incarnation. Um, I was, I was, uh, they, they found me after the first album. Um, I don't know, I was just friends with the guys already. Um, Christopher, I'd, I'd known him for a few years at that point, and uh, I think it just sort of their bassist, at the, the guitarist at the time left, and the bassist wanted to move on to guitars, and then he just asked me, and uh, and again I, I jumped at the opportunity because you know I was just like I was, I was playing in bands here and stuff, I'm playing the odd gig, but uh, but they had stuff booked in America and uh europe and stuff i was like yes this is what i want this is what i've wanted to do for a very long time and so i jumped on that chance yeah they've got a pretty pretty uh full-on schedule all the time like ailstorm's always kind of a constantly touring band as well which is obviously something you've missed over the last few years is there any particular shows that you guys have played and you think right that's that was a fucking great show or that's my favorite show or anything like that all of them to be honest like um so I, we've been doing it, well, I've been doing it now 12, 13 years. Um, and one thing that I realized last year, like um, when it was all sort of taken away, um, was just like, you have you have those nights where like, and you're on tour and you're playing in a, a town, and you're just not like feeling it or something. And you, and you kind of go, oh, I, wish, I wish I didn't have to play tonight. And then whenever, you know, during the pandemic and stuff where we weren't able to play anymore, it was sort of, um, oh, God, I wish I had one of those shows, you know, yeah, like yeah. one of those sort of crappy shows you, you're not even that that interested in. It's sort of, um, you know, made me sort of think about those. But like, um, overall, like, I just love playing everywhere, really. Yeah. Um, I, that's my main reason for enjoying it is because I get the opportunity to sort of travel around and um, go to places. So like, I'm, I'm happy to go anywhere, especially now, like after the last wee while, I'm just out, yeah. go anywhere and play. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, uh, I just have a little graphic here. The tour is starting in Southampton, the end of November there, and you're playing Belfast, Dublin, various other places in the UK as well, like so. Must be pretty exciting to be finally getting back into it. Yeah, very much so. Um, feels a bit weird. It's a couple of weeks away now, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Three Just weeks. Just a month away. But yeah, very excited, very excited. Indeed, this tour has been um, something we've been looking forward to, to ages, uh, for ages. You know, the UK is always very good to us, and um, it's a couple of very, very big shows. So just can't wait hope it all goes to plan there was a couple of scary moments there especially like in belfast and in dublin you know with the restrictions yeah. yeah. in clubs and stuff i was thinking oh god you know but uh seems to be seems to be all going ahead now so very excited indeed yeah i was quite worried because i've got to see fuzzy and actually they're playing over here on the fourth and i think it's the night after us, right? yeah you guys are playing in the it's the national stadium the night before yeah. On the third, but, 
and then Fozzie are playing on the fourth, and OTT is also on the fourth. Mm-hmm. On the fourth, we're playing in Belfast. So, yeah. yeah, and then Fozzie are playing in Belfast on the fifth. Ah, so we're just crossing over with each other, I guess. Sort of following us around. And I I was kind of worried about the Dublin gig, and I thought, well, is which is more of a chance of going ahead? Because I was kind of up and down to Belfast to OTT shows and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I was thinking, right, I'm just going to book Belfast because I don't trust Ireland not to fuck this up. (laughs) So I didn't book uh, the Fozzie gig on the fourth. I booked Belfast Mm -hmm. on the fifth. Right. And there's about 10 other of us, 10 other people going up with us. So it's looking likely that the gigs, both north and south, are going to go ahead for the rest of the year, at least anyway, hopefully. It seems to be now, actually, yeah. Um, I, I was worried. Even a couple of weeks ago, I was worried. Yeah. Actually, wasn't there some rule down south where it was like <coughs> nightclubs, you could go to nightclubs, but you you could dance and eat and drink, but you weren't allowed to stand up if there was music playing? Was... This, this is what happened when they came up with the rules. They said that all concerts and gigs have to be seated so then i thought right that's fuzzy gone and um i was in contact with their manager over the last five six months um just i seen a couple of guys on this um podcast with you before yeah and i was just filling them in on well this is now the law in ireland and like he couldn't believe the shit that i've been sending him the last five or six months like (laughs) but uh, the, the what came out was that all gigs have to be seated. Then it was changed, said, okay, you can have a maximum of 1,500 people standing. So what that meant was gigs that were oversold by 1,500 in the tree arena on the ground floor had to be all be seated then. And I think there was a ninth, there was a 90s disco, I think, that came on the first weekend. And obviously the floor seats weren't sold. Yeah. Or not the, the floor stalls aren't, weren't sold out, so they rolled out seats and put people on them. But... Seats is the last thing I want to see at a gig, to be honest with you. Yeah, th- there was a a brief moment where I was thinking, like, all right, if we had to play a seated gig, would it be the worst? You know, would we we could try and make it fun? We wouldn't cancel it, you know. We would try and make it fun, but it would yeah, not what you want. It's not what anybody wants, you know. No, and then the rule was also you can stand at your seat, but you can't leave your seat. Stand at your seat, but you can't leave. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's all, all sorts of nonsense anyway. It's all very safe. Where, where are Fozzie playing anyway? What venue? Fozzie are playing in the Limelight up in Belfast and oh. op- the Opium Rooms in Dublin. Dublin's kind of running out of venues, as I'm sure you know. Like Yeah, yeah, since the Tivoli uh, gone as well. And the Ambassador is still in town, but kind of going to waste there. And... I remember the Ambassador. I haven't been there in years. That's yeah, they don't, it's it's not a venue anymore. It's uh, they opened it up maybe twice a year for dinosaur exhibitions and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just a waste. Saw some good gigs. I saw Wasp there many many years ago. It's great. Yeah, and then it was a nice little stroll from there down over to Fibber McGee's. Mm-hmm. Not very far at all. And handy for us for the bus back up north again. Um, yeah, yeah, O'Connell Street. Um, in terms of right, you've got this tour coming up with the band. Then I just we'll, we'll move on to other stuff in a minute. But going into next year, are you guys starting to book more overseas gigs, or is it kind of a grey area? What what's your thinking? We're we were a bit worried about early next year, so we've just sort of forgotten about that 
and we're booking summer festivals as normal. Um, yeah. A lot of them are actually the summer festivals we were supposed to do last year and last this year, year that have again yeah. been sort of um, rolling over. So we're expecting <laughs> next summer to be incredibly busy, which I'm very excited for. Yeah. Early next year, I'm not sure. Like, it's just too too much of a risk to book something like a European tour at the minute, especially when all the different countries have different rules. Different rules yeah. You know, it would just be, it would be silly. Um, I know a couple of bands have some stuff booked, but uh, I think we're just going to wait. You know, we've waited this long. At least we've got a tour coming up. We can do yeah. some stuff early next year. Hopefully we can go to some sort of, sort of the smaller markets, you know, wherever – because so, not only tours, but sometimes we just, you know, you go to Japan for a gig or, you know, yeah. like Israel for a gig, you know. So hopefully we can do a couple of those next year, but it, it all just depends on what situation the country's in at the time. Or, so Tricky times. Were you, Tricky were you times. ever worried? Were you ever worried that the hunger wouldn't be there for people or people would be too scared to come back out to live entertainment? I was kind of worried about it i guess but the hunger seems to be there and i think people just want to get back to being yeah. entertained i was worried that we'd just um maybe it was irrational i don't know because every band was in the same boat but i i was worried that people would forget about us you know yeah. um you know because you you play gigs all the time you release stuff all the time and then i thought like oh with all this time off you know like started thinking oh the fans will go elsewhere but then you're thinking also to yourself well where where are they going to go no band is doing anything so yeah. it was it, it might have just been just irrational fears during uh the whole madness but um yeah that's that's what i thought like uh th yeah. thankfully it doesn't seem to be that way people are excited for shows possibly probably more than ever you know because no one's been anywhere so i was never worried about that but uh yeah, specifically us. I was I was worried that people were just gonna forget about us. Yeah, you you guys didn't did you, you go down the live stream route any of the any of the over the lockdowns? No, no, we couldn't because we all no. live in different countries. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's probably and people were people are just pissed off with live streams now anyway. Yeah, I, I can oh. imagine. Um, I did a couple of um, like chats, you know, yeah. online sort of. Um, and that, but that was when everything was like seriously locked down. Like, you know, you couldn't even leave your house sort of thing. So yeah, they were better than nothing. Um, but yeah, we couldn't do anything with the band. Like I, I literally didn't see the guys until a month ago. Um, it's been 18 months since I'd seen any, well, not the drummer cause he lives across the street, yeah. but uh, the rest of the guys <laughs> hadn't seen them in 18 months and we only, only met up last month. So did you yourself or the drummer get to jam or? Did you meet up, Jorna? We did a <coughs> music video for one of the songs um, where everyone recorded their parts in various locations where they yeah. live. And we were able to do ours together, which is handy because we're the only two who live in the same city. So that was nice. We were able to, you know, do that. But And then everyone else just sort of, because we've got like a singer lives in America, a guitarist Hungary, a keyboardist England. So like, um, so we're the only two living close to each other so yeah we were at least able to do that video together but yeah like not really 
jamming as such because no point what like what what are we jamming for there's no gigs coming up it was just a bit weird yeah uh one thing how we kind of met online on twitter was um through the wrestling and i i was fortunate enough to go up to belfast to see ott for the first show back that was my first time up in belfast isn't the irish wrestling scene like the most hidden gem that you will find on this island like there's people there's people that go about their daily lives and they have no idea that this exists and the talent that's here isn't it crazy it's phenomenal like i i keep trying to explain it to like my friends in america and stuff like that you yeah know? but it's hard to explain it without coming across as my local promotion's really good there's some great guys but it's like no seriously like watch yeah. this it's, it's outstanding yeah. um it's in, it, it's incredible what we've uh, got here at the moment like some of the matches i've seen recently uh like you you weren't at any of the weekends ones, were you? No, I haven't been now since the baby was born. That was my—I yeah. kind of got my last hurrah now for a while. Uh, well, I'll probably—I hope to be back in November. Good matches this weekend. <laughs> yeah. If there's anyone who's who's standing out to you from those rosters, um, in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. I I genuinely think Scotty Davis is probably my favorite wrestler. Yeah. On the planet, and he just happens to be from Ireland. Maybe a bit of bias, but also just every time I see him, he's phenomenal, like fantastic. The first match I see him when I went back was uh, Haskins and uh, Adam Flex Basket, the two the two guys. Yeah, wasn't it that? That was the first show back, and they'd done it the very first match. Can't remember now because I get mixed up of which ones I, I went to and which ones I watched on demand. Yeah, but, uh, I've been to two. The, two belfast ones recently so might yeah. have been not sure yeah it was in the europa anyway and it was still socially distant times i suppose it was around maybe two months ago maybe three yeah yeah and it was um it was really hard to get a ticket then as well because there was only like 150 200 people yeah. out in like spaced out so it's um I think Eventbrite has been shitting the bed a lot lately for events for people as well. I've heard nothing but bad things, and then it'll only take maybe PayPal sometimes, and it won't take your card. Yeah, I had some issues myself with the the ones from this weekend, but thankfully they um, now that they're both Dublin and Belfast can do full capacities, uh, seems to be you know easier to get tickets now. You don't have to be like ten a.m. on the on the button, you know, like yeah. you know. Thankfully, it's. But it was intense for a while, and then yeah, PayPal shit the bed or something. I, I don't know. It was a it was a mess. Um, obviously we've seen then this week, Ring of Honor releasing some of their talent, and Martina was involved in that as well. She's another great character, isn't she? In OTC. Yeah, well, sky's the limit for her, isn't it? Like, yeah, um, this is not going to set her back at all, man. She's going to go right up there to the top as well. Exactly. I, I had no worries even when I saw it. She's brilliant. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, any any place would be lucky to have her, and we're lucky to have her at OTT. So. Yeah, I seen her. She was booked, I think, in uh, Denmark. I think this week I seen something pop up on Twitter. Like, so she's yeah, she'll take over the really world. Good. In terms of wrestling outside the country, then you do you see what your WWE these days, or are you watching more AEW, or what's your kind of preference that on that side of things? I am um, interestingly enough, like. During the, um, <coughs> the pandemic and everything, I pretty much 
I watched WrestleMania, the one last year, 2020. Yeah. Um, didn't love it. You know, it's no crowd. It was, and, but obviously, it's something. You know, it was better yeah. than nothing. So fair enough. But I, I just, uh, I couldn't really get into the whole um, thing. Well, it wasn't particularly exciting. So I, t- I took sort of a year off almost. Um, I was following them both, you know, like seeing what's going on, watching highlights yeah. when I heard something was good. But I wasn't, I wasn't watching, I wasn't staying up to one in the morning or four in the morning to watch pay-per-views or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. You know, I was just sort of, you know, keeping up with it, but I wasn't really, you know, too much into it. So <clears throat> I think that's sort of, even though it's back to normal now, isn't it? WWE yeah. and the yeah. AEW sort of full crowds and stuff, but um, haven't managed to, again get fully back into it i need i think i just need i need to go to america and see an event again because um that will sort of just rekindle my interest i think in the american promotions um like i've been because i've been going to ott events i've also because i only only moved back here in 2018 um so i only started going to events in 2018 so with the on demand, I've been I went way back, like Watch you know, TV and started watching like the early Tivoli shows, like from years ago. I've started watching all them. So I've just been sort of wrestling wise, I've just been engrossed in that recently. And and yeah, and WWE and AEW isn't exciting me massively. Um, like obviously AEW's got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of exciting people and stuff, and great matches to come out. Like I said, I think I just need to go to an event over there just to really get excited about it again. Yeah, There's, I'm actually going to Mania next year if the world oh, yeah. lets if the world lets me go. I've never been to the states, but uh, no. yeah, we've made the decision. Hotels booked, flights are booked. Uh, getting tickets no. now in what is it? Nine days, I think they come out. So, but the the thing, I'd rather WrestleMania over two nights or one night, but it's going to be over two nights again, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. What what do you think about that? It'll it'll blow your mind, you know. Yeah. If you're there, it'll blow your mind. Um, personally, I, I I would want it all in one day myself, but you know, two days is just going to extend the fun time. Especially if you, if you're there, then wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about my liver, really. <laughs> I mean, I thought that as well, but um, the queues for the bars at these things <laughs> are they long? Yeah, I remember it. I was. At, survivor series 2019 just before all this shit and yeah. um i thought to myself like oh brilliant you know it's pints but you have to you have to really time it well like you know matches you're not interested in go queue up mm-hmm. for 15 20 minutes you know it's um i can imagine the matches were an ott show and just like oh get another point hey. <laughs> so naggins may have to be smuggled in yeah and you probably yeah. could get away with that actually I'm sort of regretting not doing that myself because I don't remember a thorough body search. So yeah, probably pocket pocket whiskeys or wines or something would be fine. Yeah, yeah, that'll be my first time actually going that far. I've never been outside of Europe, so wow, it'll be a real baptism of fire. Where is WrestleMania next year? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Where's the start? Yeah. Everybody's so it's. No, no rules, Texas. I hear over there, so they don't give a really a fuck about anything over there. But it's it's just <laughs> about getting there. As well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'll be fantastic. So you're you're booked up and everything's ready to go. Yeah, we just need to get the tickets for the event now, which are out 
in a couple of in about what ten or twelve days, I think they're out. So Friday week. That's really good. So, I, I would love to go to something next year myself. Like I said, just to sort of you know to get that excitement back um, that I had in two thousand and nineteen after Survivor Series. Um, but we'll see, maybe early next year. I mean, I probably no plans until the summer. I might, I might end up at WrestleMania myself. <laughs> okay, we we've got an extra room. We've got an extra bed in the room there, so you're more than welcome <laughs> to come. Like, you know, and you never know. You might be playing. You might be playing in Dallas that weekend. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And it was great to catch up with you today. I'll hopefully yeah. have you on again sometime soon, and when I'm yeah. feeling a little less under the weather. And finally, as well, because we've been trying to do this now since uh, August, I think. Has it been that long? Fucking yeah. hell wow and then but so finally we got a chance to chat so that's good yeah hopefully we didn't disappoint anyone with the show anyway but if we did we don't really care anyway not bothered yeah <laughs> <laughs> listen man enjoy yourself back on the road thank you very much lovely to chat to you you too Gareth. thanks man you too